I sit here and I look at my window and there the light flowers. And in those flowers there's roses. But lilies. And the person that bought me those said that lilies were my favourite. Lilies represent death to me. They're not my favourite. But they are a beautiful flower. I don't have a favourite flower. So receiving flowers, the question is, are they guilt? Or is it appreciation? Or both? But what the flowers, when I look at these flowers, they're representing my relationship. And that relationship represents the lilies. The relationship is dead. But there's still hope in my head. But in reality, when we look back at the level of complaints that we have made with the individual, has anything really changed? And I don't think anything has changed. Um, But our attitudes towards each other, which is pretty much venomous now. Where it's venomous is because the resentment for me is coming from the lack of stop doing things for me, he stopped um, treating me nice, he stopped respecting me, he started to disrespect me more and more and more. Um, I think what we end up tend to doing is talking about it, but then it happens again. You talk about it and it happens again. And the pattern continues, and then you just think to myself, why are you wasting your time? Because that's all you have is time. And I've and I've invested time into this individual. But this individual has invested his time into other individuals. And then that's rocked my self-esteem, made me feel belittled made me feel unappreciated and each time I look at these flowers I feel guilt there must be guilt here and because my defense and my arguments are over other women and the attitude that he gives me when I defend my emotions against his actions he then defends his emotions against my emotions and he shows nothing but quietness I get texts back I'll take it on board but if I look back at a month ago at the same rhetoric the same spiel the same text messages came back from him I'll take it on board how many times do you have to keep taking it on board? When are you actually going, was it going to resonate that when you think about solely about yourself, you affect the person that you're supposed to be sharing your life with? And if you're not doing anything, you're not going anywhere, you're not planning anything, then really, as you can hear in the background, you could just hear the clock ticking 
for each second that goes by. That's time wasted. So much time thinking about somebody that's not really respecting you or thinking about you. So where would his head be right now? He could be, for all I know, laying in the arms of the bed with another woman. He could be texting another woman. I mean, why would these thoughts be coming in my head? These thoughts are coming in my head because once, once, once upon a time, other women were used against me. And I don't think it was to get back at me. I think it's for one owns, one, one's own ego. When I think at the end of the day when people are not feeling very good or having a healthy relationship, then, um, you know, I think it brings someone's self-esteem down because somebody will be thinking, I gave them my all. I've done everything I could possibly do to keep the relationship going, to keep the fire burning. I've recommended that we do things together. I've pointed out the flaws. I've said what you could do to replace and enhance the relationship. But it's just wasted air, wasted time. And a waste of emotions, crying over somebody that doesn't give a shit about you. What are you crying for? Can they see that you're crying? No, they can't. But the pain inside rips you apart to know that you've had to compete with other women. And I say compete because my uh, grievance is in him sending texts to other women. That's my grievance. But he'll have a defense and a stupid excuse as to why he should have contacted any of them. And, and that's, just, that's just it, isn't it? It's an excuse. It is not tolerable in my eyes. I should have been the only one, like I was at the beginning. And then I stopped being the only one when he started giving other people attention. So I guess, you know, I've been oblivious and thinking I can fix this on my own, and I can't. I can't fix this on my own. But now so much damage has been done. I've been disrespected. He's actually told a woman, he was supposed to be a client, but he told the client, I'm jealous. I think that's something I can't get over, that he's given my personal life to clients. Clients that he hasn't seen. And it's not a client, it's a a long-term friend that he hasn't seen for like 30 years. But that's just... That's just one individual. What about the one in April? When there was another individual, the same one he promised you wouldn't contact, and she came on the scene. And what about that at the beginning of the relationship when there was two individuals? So when I reflect back that I'm not the only woman here in this man's life. He uses women for his own gain. But he's used them against me. And what does this do? Knocks my self-esteem down because my hopes was for a bright future. When I got with the person we had plans and the plans were mapping out our future, what it would look like. But I never expected 
expected five years down the line where I no longer have that future looking the way we both planned it. The future became him doing him and me waiting for him to take me out, do things with me, help me with the things that needed helping with so it can enhance both of our lives. But no, it's more business transaction than it is romance and relationship. So I have got to the point where I'm not sleeping today. I've got to the point where I woke up early. Um, And I'm overthinking. And I'm thinking because he sent me a text. And once again, the same rhetoric is written down. I'll take it on board. There's no apology. He has never apologised for making me feel the way he has made me feel. Just, I'll take it on board. Well, that's what he said last time. That's what he said the time before. Taking it on board is dismissive of everything that he's doing wrong. I think for me, I'm upset because I'm now thinking my kids, my kids got to know about, I've got another broken relationship. My kids, it doesn't just affect me, he's, it's affecting my, it's going to affect the fact that I have to trust people. So it's the same for my kids, having to trust their mother's boyfriend. And when their mother's boyfriend is doing things, bringing other women to the occasion, you know, my boys are men. Can you imagine what they would like to say to this person if I told them I'm no longer with him because he's using other women against me? My kids wouldn't like that because they're supposed to be a man. And they'd want nothing but the best for their mum. But I can't tell my kids, can I? I'm about to tell my kids. Your mum's single again. And in my head, I think to myself... They're going to look at me and they're going to think this is my fault. Everybody is going to look at me and say this is this is my fault. But I'm not the one that texts other women. I'm not the one that met other women. I'm not the one that put him last. I'm not the one that made him lose his self-esteem because he was up against any other man. I've never done that to him. But he's done this to me too many times and I've been oblivious to just how many times it's been. Thinking I can fix my relationship, thinking that if I just, if I just look right, if I just make sure my hair is done and make sure I dress nice and I've got my makeup on, maybe he'll fancy me. Maybe he'll make an effort. Maybe I won't be second best. But even though I I am emotionally distressed here, that's me that's emotionally distressed. He's not going to be feeling this, is he? He's not. Because at the end of the day, when, when you do something wrong, and if I put myself into his shoes, and I can only do that by going back to my teenagehood where 
maybe I had done something wrong to a man before and not given him my attention and given somebody else my attention. How did I make them feel? I think, I think for myself, if, if I was the perpetrator, I'd be trying to hush about the situation and hope it goes away quickly because I'd have been the one that would have been at fault, but if I reverse it, what would he be hoping for? Yeah, he'd be hoping the fact that I would um, stop talking about it because he feels uncomfortable about his failures. But at the same time, is not talking about it doesn't help him heal or move us move forward. So, um, what does his life look like? This is the thing, isn't it? This is where you have to let go and not worry about what's going to happen to them in their future. But I think you've spent five years worrying about their future and your future. Wondering what it's going to look like, having to hope hope for that happy ending. And I think when you sort of don't have much time left in this world, you just think, what's going to happen next? Um, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next is... I don't know what he's going to do with his life, but I know it won't have anything to do with me. And I have to never watch what he's doing with his life. What can I see with his life? He's going to get with somebody else, which he will. He'll pour all his heart in. He might be the perfect man. She may be the, she may be the perfect woman for him. And I think that's where I woke up this morning thinking, what was not... Why wasn't I perfect? You know what? I've never cheated. I've given. I've been supportive. I've tried to sort of enhance my love life and point out the flaws and say how they can improve it. Um, and all you get written is I'll take it on board like I said actions speak louder than words Um, having to start my life all over at this age is pretty scary because I'm worried about what my kids are going to think You know, I could uh, die right now and no one would know that I was dead, would they, for a few days? And you know why? Because my uh, my kids hardly call me. Um, I don't have a love life, right? So therefore I have no partner. Uh, if I have no partner, then uh, I don't have any visitors. Uh, then there's me thinking I need to move. Run. I want to run. Where am I running to? I want to run where there's no judgment. But where am I running to? I never thought at this stage that I'd be having to start my life again. 
having to um, get personal with another person and then reel off flaws, faults, getting to know someone all over again and then find it out, I think that's the part, find it out at the end of the day that they just will just screw you over. I haven't found a man that's not used another woman against me for his own gain yet. That doesn't say much for me, does it? It says that I'm just not worth it. It says that I'm there's no value in me. I mean, I'm sitting here right now thinking to myself, where am I going with my life? Where is it going? What's this life about? I thought life was about happiness, and it is, but you know what? Happiness you're supposed to make for yourself. The company. Company. You know, finding the right company, finding a person that's going to help you and enhance your life. Um, add value to your life, sorry. Add value to your life. That's not an easy, easy avenue to try and find someone on the same wavelength as you. I thought I had all of that. Um, perhaps I was blinkered and blinded by love. You invest so much into the other person, but... It is for their own gain, isn't it? It's for their own gain. Because if it's not about sex, and he's not giving you sex, and he's not giving you affection, what is it about then? Because obviously you think, okay, well, he's not interested in that. He doesn't need that. Okay, that makes me feel, oh my God, this is the first man ever that's not really worried about sex. But then when he brings other women into the equation, I think, well, he must be worried about something, because I'm obviously second best here and I think that's where my self esteem has been rocked because there's other women on the scene and I have been put last I've been put last here again how many times you're going to allow that how many times you're going to allow that so I've ended my relationship in a shape of a video I did get a message oh I've been dumped by text no darling you've been dumped by video Uh, my video was titled I'm keeping my mental health for losing my boyfriend Uh, because I think at the end of the day when somebody is unappreciated of your time and the energy I think uh, it can actually send you mental and this is why a lot of people commit suicide, isn't it? Because they don't respect their partners to cheat, disrespect, belittle them. Because it knocks your self-esteem down. And as I sit here thinking, so I've been awake since 4am. And as I sit here thinking, I've woken up to the question as to what is perfect. What is an honourable woman? What is he looking for? Why would he put me down and replace me with some small talk woman? And just say if he does get with these women that he's cheating with, 
or, or, or talked with, let's put that way, is still cheating in my eyes. Let's just say he gets with one of the women, and maybe he's been seeing them for a while, who knows? But let's just see if he gets with one of the women. What does his life look like? Well, this is where women need to learn to switch the hell off. If somebody has gone out the door, don't worry about what their life looked like. I know you understand what their life looks like whilst you were in it. You, you could understand what their routine was, what time they go to bed, what time, what they do first thing in the morning, you know, their routine, even with their bowel habits. You understand everything about them with the reason, but the secret life where you're not included in it, that's the part that throws you. That is the honest part that throws you. If you knew everything about them, how come you didn't know that they're just going to take this attitude and not really care about you? I think that's the part that throws me. So what does my life look like? I don't know what my life looks like. What's my future look like? I've never considered my future to be alone. I wanted to spend my time with somebody that wanted fun, laughter, exploring, companionship, that did not want any children. Because obviously I'm not having any children at my age. And... um, At least there was some common goal at the end of it. Of you know, I, I, I thought to myself, how are we gonna? I wanted to have some kind of future with this person, and I was actually contemplating about getting new wardrobes and thinking, how can I fit his stuff in? And then the other half of me said, well, no, I can't move him in yet because as long as he keeps shouting back at me, then we can't move forward because I'm not going to be doing shouting needs to manage that anger somehow because I didn't want the neighbours to be moaning about hearing shouting or something like that so this is why I chose not to move in until he learned some respect and manners um, and this is why I'm, I'm glad I did not move in with each other there was no, no marriage on the cards no kids, no moving in so what future did I really have my future has been filled with him using other situations against me that's not love that's not love if you're chatting to other women that isn't love when you put your woman last when you actually make her mentally mentally upset where she's crying and the thing is the worst thing here about here is even though I'm having emotions and I'm distressed about the situation this man does not know how to apologise he does not know how to look in your eye and say sorry or look at your tears and know that he created them he doesn't know how to apologise therefore when you do not fess up and you do not own up to your problems and the issues you put onto other people you will do it again and again and again Because you won't validate the fact that you have an issue with yourself. If I look back at my my days, my old days, and I used to say, well, I used to cheat behind a man's back. This is way before I ever got married and things like that, when I was young. I would look at the reasons why I would do that. And and why I would do that is because I wasn't getting something out of the relationship. And yes, you should leave before you cheat because it affects someone's life so maybe this is karma at me I 
I'm long in the tooth to sit here and think it's karma when actually it's not. It's an individual taking responsibility for their own actions and doing things that are going to hurt me, which is what has happened here. So I'm not responsible for them taking their thumb and texting another woman. I'm not responsible for those text messages that he sends out to other women. I'm not responsible for the secret meetings that he has with other women. I'm not responsible for that. I didn't drive him to doing that. If we've had an argument, talk it through. I didn't drive you into the arms of another woman. I'm the one complaining that you're not giving me any sex. I'm the one complaining to say, give me a kiss and a cuddle. I'm the one complaining to say, you don't do anything with me anymore. And then when you think about it, that's because there's been other women. But but they're supposed to be, oh, it's only a text, didn't do nothing. You think, why don't you want anything to do with me? Do you know what? You know what this is? I watched a film earlier. A documentary of why this man killed his wife and his children. Why he did that. And this man had a problem with his mother. when things turned sour between his girlfriend and her she stopped she she didn't have anything to do with his mother his behaviour changed now I can't have anything to do with this man's mother she don't want to know she's too busy in his ex's life I don't have anything to do with his family because they choose that and actually they hadn't spoken to him for a very long time um jibs and drabs they only speak they don't support when he was skint they didn't send no money they don't know nothing about his private life and they certainly didn't support his business which was our business our business together he never told them about our business he actually never told them about our life his life was one-sided only he knew about his life but he knew everything about my life and was involved in my children too and my friends but I wasn't involved in his life or his friends. It was a one-sided relationship. It was a one-sided relationship. I think for me, this this ending this relationship isn't what I wanted. It isn't what I wanted. I thought I can fix someone. Obviously, I can't fix them. They've got to fix themselves. But I thought that perhaps at the end they valued what they had so much that they would try and change or seek therapy for their behaviour but they don't see it as a behaviour problem that's just somewhere, something they've always been isn't it, they've always been like this haven't they, of course they have you heard the story before you met him you heard how he ended the last relationship, how he denied that he was in a relationship, you've heard about the previous relationships how he met how he denied it You've heard all about it. You've heard how easy he shuts off and then moves on to his next target. He's already done that. He'll say, oh no, it's not about other women. Well, I don't understand what it is. You're right, it's not about other women. It's about him. Now, I only have myself and him to compare to. If I don't cheat, if I do not disrespect like that, and tell him everything. No 
no matter even if it's good or bad, I've always been open and honest about my feelings. So we can have a fair share, a shot at a good life. And if I don't do the things that he's doing, then surely he is wrong here. And he is so wrong for if he wants to do the things that he wants to do, then he must remain single. Because he's affected my life. How many other women's life is he going to affect? How much more time is he going to be wasted and invested in other people? And then find out down the line, you know what? He may forget me. He may move on to the next person. He may be right for the next person. We hope so. But the next person might not be right for him. And what do I mean by that? Like I said, karma's a bitch. He might be totally in love with the next person he meets. And I hope to God she shits on him from a high high angle. Just like he shitted on me. I want him to know how it feels like to be mistreated. I want him to know what it's like to have your heart ripped out. To have all your future mapped out. And then to know that you've gone off the wrong path. I want him to know that. I want him to know. You know what they say? He is on a good thing, honesty. I mean, I've heard his stories before. I've heard about his exes. He never had the conversations he was having, so he said, with me. He's never been this close. He's never been this open. Everything about his body, everything about his habits and things, I knew about. I compromised with. I thought, is this my life? Is this my future? A man that doesn't hardly want to have sex with me. Doesn't hardly want to kiss me doesn't want to take me out valentine's one dinner out of five years one restaurant i thought i had this relationship right because we had had that conversation where we could talk to each other the only downfall here is that he's used other women against me so now we don't talk and we're here with dead lilies sitting on my windowsill that he bought me I guess that's the end of our relationship that signifies the end of our relationship and there's nothing I can do about it he sends me a text saying you know it's not what I want but your actions are what you want you've you've given me silent treatment you've not responded back to my messages and you certainly haven't fucking apologised for any tears that you've caused me you haven't apologised you know in my time of stress when other people used to bother me want to be a hero but when I'm being bothered there's no hero here he's a villain he's a perpetrator He didn't care about my heart. He didn't care about my mental health. He didn't care about my state of mind. He just did what he wanted to do for his own gain. If I went back a few years ago, I used to struggle with relationships and every relationship that I had, I used to want, is a breakup. I used to harm myself and want to commit suicide. This relationship here, I keep thinking to myself, I don't want to let my kids down. I don't want to let my kids down. I don't want to go to hell. I want to not feel like this and and so 
not wanting to commit suicide and face up to what is actually happening rather than run away. And I think this is the thing, isn't it? I'm facing up to what is going on rather than run in the opposite direction and do anything to myself. This is the part that is unsettling and painful. It's a big hole in my stomach. It's ripping me apart. I want to run. I want to run. I thought about moving. Moving where? Move. Meet who? Can you trust them again? Running away isn't going to solve anything, is it? Apart from stop letting you... Then I think running away means that you don't have to answer to anyone. Um, And um, you certainly ain't going to be judged by anyone. I felt like leaving here. I don't know where to run. I'm embarrassed. I'm certainly embarrassed. I don't want people say to you, are you still with that guy? Are you still in a relationship? Now I've got to turn around and say no. Then they laugh at me. And then they do the blame. They blame, they blame, they blame, they blame you. And then you are not to blame because you're not the one that texts other women. You're not the one that met other women. But these judgments, the judgment is still out there, isn't it? The judgment will be there on you. You're not the one to blame. But the judgment is there on you. So the shame is there. Shame. 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 No wonder people want to run. And I know I've got nothing to be ashamed of. Because I have done my best. But clearly, clearly, and that's the problem. Clearly it's not enough. It hasn't been enough. For him. But it was certainly enough for me. Because I never cheated. I've been supportive in every way possible even when he went to hospital (laughs) it's me that went with him when his family found him (laughs) I did everything everything for him everything with him but there must be something I must be doing wrong there is because if you can't be intimate and you can't date your partner you'll only date yourself so therefore it becomes a one-sided relationship and when it becomes a one-sided relationship you can't push or force that person to be anything different than what they are this is why you get the nagging come on babe you ain't took me nowhere come on babe you haven't done this you haven't done this you haven't done that you'll find that one person will be nagging. And because of the nagging, it then pushes the other person away. So you can't win anyway. You have to address the things that are upsetting you. And it might be uncomfortable. But the same way I want to run right now is probably what he does when I nag about what he's not doing. 
pushes them away even more. And all you get is the words, I'll take it on board. Well, I'll take this on board. I am worth it. I've done my best. And if my best isn't good enough, it's his loss. And somebody else's gain, because I won't stay on my own. But I will do things differently. I will learn from this mistake. Because it is a mistake. It's a mistake from the first time he betrayed me. I should have left and walked away. I should have said this is unacceptable. I'm not the one and I should have walked away. But I gave him a chance to change. And point out how much damage he done. But it clearly isn't enough because he's continued to damage me more since. Did I allow it? Of course I did from the minute I forgave him in the first place. It gave him validation to, I know, I'll be good, I'll try. And I've got no doubt that he didn't try. But he didn't try hard enough. He should have knew the risk. He obviously didn't know the risk probably thought he could play and play and I would keep forgiving and forgiving not this time not this time the only way that I would forget it's not my place to forgive the only way I could move forward from this is if somewhere along the line he sought rehabilitation for his behavior and the reason why I say this is because his life is not much different to mine um I mean, sorry, the habit that he's doing or done is something that I done in my childhood. It's something that I did in my adulthood at uh, very early age, my 20s. And I realised at the end of the day, you hurt people when they hurt you. You learn it from them. It's men that cheat in the first place. And when the man cheat, then the woman says, oh, OK, you know, I want to be like him. He obviously don't care. Let's find, let's do this I don't care attitude. So I think... You know, I think I learned a very valuable lesson and I think it was about self-respect that your body is your temple. So I started to respect my body, settle down, never cheat, got married, you know, tried to play the dutiful wife. And then the man cheats. It knocks your self-esteem down. And that's been a common pattern throughout my life where these men have cheated. So I got to the point where... Is there a man out there that don't cheat? If I can rehabilitate myself and know that it is wrong to use other men against the person that you're with because you will ruin their self-esteem. If I don't do it and I can rehabilitate and I can be faithful and loyal, then I'm surely at the end of the day the comparison is if I can do it, then I expect the same from others. If I stopped doing the things I once done, then I expect the same for others. Rehabilitation. If you're a drug addict and you've got to stop, you will stop, aren't you? Occasionally you go back to the bottle, but eventually you realise that if you go back to the bottle, you risk everything. And this is what's going on here. His behaviour has not stopped. He does need rehabilitation. Can a leopard change his spots? I do believe people can change. Why do I say that? Because I changed. 
and I changed. Obviously, many people changed their life. They stopped, they settled down, they realised the value of human life and never to try and hurt human life. So you end up being kind and supportive with one another. But, like I said, it takes two in a relationship. It cannot be one-sided. And I certainly will not disrespect myself by not addressing this situation for what it really is. That song, You Bring Me Flowers in the Pour and Rain. But it's your behaviour that's driving me insane. Lilies. The last result. What's he thinking? That's what I'm thinking. What's he thinking? I sent a message earlier. I didn't want to, but he's delaying this uh, relationship break breakup. I sent him a message in a video telling him goodbye. Uh, he sent back saying um, he'll take on board once again. No sorry, no nothing in it. Said so he's just going to give me what I want on a plate which is the relationship has ended. Okay, cool. Now you need to give me back my stuff and I need to give you back yours. Why is there a delay? I'm waiting for him. I don't have a car. So I'm waiting for him to resign from my business, which was our business. Yeah? But uh, he's not interested in having that kind of future with me because he went off and done his own business and that's where we're here now the fact that he's gone and done his own business that's not the problem the problem was him meeting other women that was the problem because he wanted to shine so he's used his first business client which happened to be a personal friend for 30 years that I don't even know and I've been with him five years and he put all that risked the whole relationship for his new business attitude because he's done a secret because he's got because he's done a secret and I'm not going to go into the the text messages that I've seen once again I feel disrespected for me even this is very very hard half of me wants him to change and realise that he's going to miss I want him to miss me and realise I think for me I want him to appreciate what he did have that he's not going to know that until he doesn't have it anymore by then it'll be too late my barrier's up the shame has come in shame embarrassment because people know we're not together they're just waiting to see if I really do finalise it. But it's out of my hands. It's been finalised. It's been finalised with the disrespect. And then not acknowledging my pain. It was a, it was been finalised that way. So uh, for me, all he's got to do is resign, give me back the paperwork give me my little bits that I have over his home exchange keys 
and off he goes, new future for him. I know I was very, very, very supportive. I'm not saying he wasn't supportive of me. I'm saying it just wasn't good enough. He was never really in it 100%. I think I was just a substitute from a broken relationship. And when I look at his life, he goes from one woman to another. He only meets the next one when the relationship's fucking up. And that's what he's gone and done here. He's belittled me to this so-called damn client. He belittled me. And this is this is the same rhetoric that he did before. When I met him, belittled the last person to me. And now he's belittling me to this new person that he's only just met after 30 years. So for me, uh, he's just belittled me in front of all my friends. He's belittled me in front of my family. Because it's me now that's got to walk the plank. And I've just been pushed over the edge. There you go.